There's the fanfare. That means it's time to get another movie review with Matt Aline. Matt, off to see Armageddon time. This is a film certainly that has eyes on you know possible Oscar nominations. It's directed by James Gray, who directed The Immigrant, Lost City of Z, which is probably his best movie, Little Odessa, and Ad Astra. So he's got a pretty good track record. None of these films are major blockbusters or anything like that. Uh, This is a memory film. Uh, We're seeing a lot of films in the last, especially this year, and in recent years of filmmakers who have enough clout to be able to make the movie about what it was like for them growing up. So we have these autobiographical films of movie directors when they were kids, which is a very specific, small genre. Uh, Kenneth Branagh last year with Belfast. Steven Spielberg coming out with The Fablemans later this month. Uh, Sam Mendes with Empire of Light. A couple years ago, Alfonso Cuaron with Roma. So with these movies, like with Roma, which was so overrated, it's like nothing was really going on. This means more to the filmmaker. This film kind of falls in between. I, I liked it for the most part. It takes place in the fall of 1980 in Brooklyn. And James Gray grows up as a Jewish kid in Brooklyn. His parents are played by Anne Hathaway and Jeremy Strong. They both are really good performances. Anthony Hopkins plays his grandfather, who was a Jew who came over as a child with his parents uh, from Great Britain. And so it's about kind of this Jewish nuclear family. And he is a sixth grader who gets into a lot of trouble. And he gives his parents a heck of a time. And honestly, he's a hard kid to sympathize with throughout the movie because of the choices he makes. But he goes through sixth grade in the fall has problems at the public school. The real key to the film is he befriends a black student who's been held back a year, played by Jalen Webb. Ultimately, though, as you've seen from the trailer, the parents want him to go to a private school. They want him to get away from kind of the public school, what they see as as negative effects, although the mom, Anne Hathaway, is much more sympathetic to the public school system. So it's really seen through his eyes through a couple months during the fall of 1980. There are references to Reagan and Carter running for president that year. Uh, there's references to the Beatles getting back together, which, of course, we know by December of 1980 would never happen when John Lennon was killed. But really, it's about these two boys and the friendship they have. And clearly, this made an impression on James Gray as a young child because he's making a movie about it. I think the best scenes in the movie are when Anthony Hopkins is on screen as the grandfather. He's just amazing, he's as Anthony as Hopkins. always. He's so good. He talks about coming over to the U.S. and doing the right thing as a child, you know, advising his grandson. The father, Jeremy Strong, not the best guy in the world. There's a couple hard scenes to watch in this movie. Uh, Anne Hathaway's very good as the mother. I would say it's a film that is is partly good and partly doesn't quite achieve what it wants to. It, by the end, you're kind of like, or I was, what's the point of this? The point of this is for James Gray to make an autobiographical film. Whether that succeeds for people or not, you'll have to go see. I liked it for the most part. I don't think it's got enough Oscar legs to really kind of get in the mix. I don't think it's quite good enough, although there's some really interesting scenes. And I would give it a tentative go see it. But uh, I think what holds it back is the protagonist. And the boy is played by Michael Banks Rapetta. And he's very good as as the, the 11-year-old James Gray, but he's a hard kid to like. He makes so many bad choices and gives his parents a run for their money. Uh, so you'll have to go see how it all, all, all how it all ends up. And I like the fact that he looks back with a critical eye toward himself. It's not, oh, the parents are awful. So many teenage movies, the parents are portrayed as horrible. 
when kids are doing some bad things, and it's a little bit of both. So I like that he has a very objective eye looking back. Hmm. Almost like a decision that's been haunting him for a long time. That I think that's a good point, Ashley. In reading about the movie and why he made it, I do think that he knows he was not the best kid in sixth grade. Uh, he wanted to be a painter, ends up as a filmmaker. Uh, so that's kind of his backstory there. But I did like the setting. I like the cinematography was really good. The setting of fall of 1980, I like that part. I can relate to that. I was uh, a junior in high school at the time. I remember the Reagan-Carter election. So I think it's a tentative go-see-it. Uh, and Anthony Hopkins, his scenes are so good. It's just what what a great final act of his career he's having. He wins the Oscar just a year and a half ago for The Father. And every scene he's in, he's just he's just magical to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, our Oscar trivia is about Anthony okay. Hopkins. Uh, for a while there, he was getting nominated basically every two years. <laughs> yep. But then he does have a big stretch of time. He goes 29 years mm-hmm. in between wins for The Silence of the Lambs in 92 and The Father in 2021. What's the longest stretch of time he goes between nominations? That would be from... Uh, Amistad in 1997 to the two popes in 2018. Uh, 2019 for the movie. That's when it was yeah. released? Okay, yeah, it was a year 2020 off. Okay. For so the that's Oscars. the longest, so, yeah. yeah. 22 years between He might not be done. I, I could see a supporting nomination coming for <laughs> Armageddon time. All right, we've been in the movies with Matt Olin. <laughs> 